Hey everyone, it's episode 107 of the Katie Lance Podcast. In this episode, I interviewed my dear friend, Robin Burdett. Robin has been a longtime member of our Get Social Smart Academy. She has been a realtor for over 30 years. And in this podcast, we had a great conversation about social media. We talked about where she is spending her time, where social media has made a big impact in her business, how she is managing the time suck that's a, that can sometimes happen to so many of us on social media. And then we also got really personal. She's had a really tough year, as a lot of us have. So we talked about overcoming obstacles, and she shares some really great tips and insights. Now, make sure you listen all the way to the end, because we have a, a couple exclusive bonus questions exclusively for you guys, our podcast listeners. Uh, and we had a great conversation at the end here today. For those of you who are a little bit nervous about getting on camera, or maybe you're thinking about getting into real estate, there's so many great tips at the very end of this broadcast as well. So stay tuned. Let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above, and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Hey everybody, Katie Lance here, founder and CEO of Katie Lance Consulting and the Get Social Smart Academy. And I am so excited for our interview here today. We have a very special Get Social Smart Spotlight interview today with um, a dear friend and someone that I have known in the social media space for quite some time. Uh, Robin Burdett is with us here today. And for those of you who don't know Robin, Robin has been in real estate since 1988. She's been with Remax since 1995. She has listed, sold, and managed over 35 agents. She was a corporate trainer for a large multi-REMAX office. She ran a successful team for five years. She's been a national speaker for Tom Ferry. Uh, she's been on the board of directors at her local association, and she is currently on the Virginia Association of Realtors Board of Directors. Mm -hmm. And Robin is current, is just constantly learning and growing. It's one of the things I love most about her. Uh, <laughs> and, la <laughs> and last year, even with uh, so much going on, in fact, she... Uh, broke her back. She had two surgeries. We're gonna we're gonna talk to her a little bit about that. We had COVID going on. Uh, her mother passed away, and she still sold. 25 homes on her own. And she did 23 in, in 2019. So I'm super excited to chat with Robin today and to hear from her. She's a longtime Get Social Smart Academy member. Mm -hmm. She's been to our masterminds. Uh, so welcome, Robin. Thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you, Katie. This really is such an honor. I, I've known you for years and I stalked you even before we got personally met. Um, so I'm very honored to be here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So for people who may not know you, um, I would love if you would just kind of give give people a sense of what area you serve, uh, just a oh, little sure. bit about a little bit about you, maybe how you got to where you are today. Uh, you know, the, the, the shortened version, I know it's, it could be a long, <laughs> it could be a there's long always, version. There's always a story, right? There's yeah, always exactly. a story. I'm right outside Washington, DC, Northern Virginia, Fairfax County, Loudoun County and Arlington, where the new headquarters to Amazon is going to be opening up soon. So that's my territory. And I've been doing this for so long, I forgot why I got into it, except for the fact that I love it. And one of the reasons why I love it is it's constantly changing. We learn so much. I mean, when I started, it was um, books or, you know, to go look at a listing. And the lockbox was actually like a um, rollerblade skating little key that they used to have. 
no professional lock boxes, no MLS. And so I've seen the progression over it and embraced it constantly throughout the years because you know, agents don't die, they go, they go listless. And I never want to go listless. <laughs> Although right now I could use about 20,000 listings. It's just crazy out there right now. Even five would be great. So I've been doing it for a long time. And I really love it because we bring so much to the public and we offer such a huge valuable service. Also being cutting edge is I think what separates a lot of us out. And those of us that follow you, I mean, that's a big part of it is that you're always teaching something. I mean, the mastermind I did with you two years ago, three years ago, was not like the mastermind you did last year. You're <laughs> always recreating everything that you do. And I've learned from that, that I have to stay on top of things. Yeah, it's it's really an evolution for sure. You know, you were one of our very first Get Social Smart Academy members back when we first launched it. And so I would love if you could share, I know you've learned a lot of things, uh, but mm-hmm. is there been one or two things that have really kind of stuck out to you that have made a big difference for you um, and your business? For me, more than anything else, I think it's the idea that I don't have to go, because when I first started in social media, I literally spent about a year watching every podcast you could think of doing all the different, anybody had a webinar. I mean, I was watching the guy out in Oregon and I was watching people (laughs) from, I mean, all over the place trying to pick up every single tidbit I can because it was so new. I mean, I've been on Facebook since it kind of started and, but nobody was doing business or all they were doing was business. They didn't know about the rules of Facebook and how to do them. And, and so when I met you, it was like I could toss everything else away. And the thing with the Social um, Smart Academy is it is one spot that you could go and constantly have current, up-to-date, valid information, which is why I love it. I really do. I, I watch all your videos, maybe not when you do them, but I do watch them. And some of them, I even, I have, <laughs> I have a Katie Lance file in Dropbox that I put <laughs> the videos and, and a lot of the things in there. And it is because the fact that, you could watch it, but it's not when you're going to do the job that day, or you may just like you did an instant uh, grand mastermind class. I started watching. I'm like, okay, way too much information here. I'm going to have to take <laughs> it piece by piece and dissect it and learn how to put it in to make it work for me. So that's what I've been focusing on. I love that you said that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, you just have to kind of take it like piece by piece, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, it's one of the reasons why we have a lot, so much of our training on demand because we know a lot of people like you, you'll watch it and then go, well, yeah, I'm going to pause this. I got to digest, right. yeah. <laughs> digest and then I'll go back, you know, uh, when, when you have time, which, which, which I absolutely love. Um, so, you know, when it comes to social media, I mean, your business has been, you just thriving over the years. Uh, has there been, you know, anything specifically that you think you've done on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, is there anything that's been, Anything specific that you can think of that has really made an impact in terms of generating business or just staying in touch better with your past clients? Um, just would kind of love to hear your your thoughts about that. I guess the big thing for me more than anything else is um, I went all in on Facebook, um, but it's the video. Um, I, yeah. I love video. Um, I think it's just the perfect thing for everybody to be doing. I'm thrilled to see so many people do video. Um, I'll never forget. I was um, standing in line um, at uh, Remax R4 and Adam Contos, the CEO, was right behind me. And I said, okay, Adam, we're going to do a Facebook Live. What are we doing? And he had never done one. 
And this was like three wow. years ago. And it was like, okay, I'm breaking in right now. Hi, it's Ron Burnett. I'm here with Adam Palantos. And he's like, okay, that's good. <laughs> it was really kind of fun. But just being able to be spontaneous and sharing things and talking to people and getting to know. I mean, not everything. And this is one thing I've learned from you is business should be maybe 10 to 20%, depending on how you do it. But most everything else, this is social. This is for them to know who you are. I mean, I have my business page. But so I'm doing interviews with restaurant people or I'm doing videos of being out on the lake or my daughter, she just turned 30 and I did a surprise birthday party for her um, up in Boston. And so I did a video of that. It makes me more relatable, um, especially because the fact that people need to know more about you to trust you. And that's what social media does. It brings the real you to trust. It's not just the, I sold 75,000 homes last year and I'm the number one agent in the world. And no, they don't trust you that well. Um, so <laughs> I, I'd rather have them know, you know, that I, I had this fabulous client that I just sold their home $100,000 over asking price in three days and had two backups because when the first one failed, I had another one step in. To me, that's more important then all the wee, but you got to do all. Yeah, so I'm absolutely. not good at the wee part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I love, I think one of the things you do really well is, is like you said, you, you really balance, I think the, the personal and the business. And I think sometimes even, even now in 2021, I think a lot of agents still really struggle with that. You know, they, they think, you know, gosh, do I have to share everything? Like, couldn't I just hire someone to do it all for me? Right. And I, I get it, but I, I think what I'm hearing you say is like there's so much power in just being authentic and sharing not necessarily every moment of your life, but just that personal connection that happens exactly. on social media. Well, and that's one of the big things too, is when you're trying to put together a social media content calendar and really making sure that you're covering all the different areas a lot of that community, a lot of that personal um, really blends in. I mean, you're not going to go interview somebody that owns a restaurant that you hate, you know, just because <laughs> everybody else likes it. No, yeah. don't go do that. Find another yeah. place that you like and you want to go do it. So it makes a, it makes you more valuable. And what you say um, is a lot more valuable, I think. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, I know we're all, you know, walking around with smartphones, iPhones, <laughs> Androids, everyone's got their favorite phone. Uh, and we're also, we also have a phones full of apps. Uh, and I, you know, there's a lot of apps I use. There's also a lot of apps I don't use on my phone. And so I'm just wondering when it comes to uh, not necessarily just social media, but social media or business, is there an app or two that you are loving right now that's that's helping you in your business? Uh, you know, I wish I had more time to learn all the thousand apps that I have in my phone because I am one of those that I'll go to a conference and they'll go, oh, look at this. And it's, okay, uh, great. I'll load that. Oh, and then I go back and go, what was I supposed to do that? with all these things? <laughs> right, right. You know, because it's mainly, it's, you know, uh, some of the fun ones like the Boomerang apps and, and Canva, of course, and some of the other things that you really can use to help express yourself as you're doing the things you're doing. But again, it's, it's, it takes a lot. I wish I was much yeah. more of a junkie. I wish, you know, <laughs> I, I got a TikTok account and then I sat there and watched everybody else for about an hour. And I said, okay, this is not good. <laughs> the new thing on the block clubhouse, you know, where all these people are in there doing rooms and it's like, you could spend all day listening to people talk about all sorts of stuff. I mean, I got yeah. in one with 
um, uh, Elroy, um, Miracle Mind. He was how uh, Elroy. Oh, yeah. uh, he Hel- was on Hel- there. Elroy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was on there and I was, I'm, I'm taking notes and listening to all these things. And I've read his book. I know this stuff, but an wow. hour later, it's like, okay, <laughs> that was not profitable for me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and it's, you, it's, it's hard. Yeah. And you bring, you bring up a really good point because I find that there's this balance of, you know, you, you, of wanting to explore new platforms like Clubhouse or, or TikTok. But then there's the flip side, like you just said, like it can be a huge time suck. And all of a sudden, you know, you look at your phone and go, oh my gosh, like I just spent an hour or an exactly. hour and a half or whatever. So and I get these notifications that all these people are in these rooms. I'm like, do they work? I mean, they I were just in another room. A minute. <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm, I'm curious, do you have any advice for kind of taking back your time, time management? Is there anything that you do to kind of stay on top of your priorities and making sure that, you know, it's important to have time for fun, obviously, but also mm-hmm. it's important that we, that we're prioritizing what, what is making us, what's making money, you know, what's right. Uh, but, but with, you know, business that's happening, that's obviously important. So. Well, that's know. one of the hard things about being a realtor is all realtors, in my opinion, are pretty much ADD. We have to be, <laughs> to be able to juggle thousands of things, but it's also means right. we're pretty, we're very shiny penny oriented. We love the shiny penny. And so if something's new, we're the first ones out there, you know, or at least trying it or talking to people and researching it, researching it to decide if we could do it. But at the end, is that really what's going to make you money? And I decided that my best thing is to just focus on one or two aspects of social media, not everything, because otherwise I do. I was spending a lot of time on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm finding people now because they're so much easier combined to actually cross post um, that I don't have to spend as much time on Instagram if I'm on Facebook because they're sharing it both ways. I do have some clients that are not on Facebook, so I need to go back and check on them on Instagram. But most everybody I have really is good about crossbreeding, as I call it. Um, But I also really like follow a lot of what you taught is I limit it to so much per day and Mm -hmm. I just try to walk away from it for the rest of the time. I do have all my clients highlighted in my um, feed, so in, in a room so that I can know what's going on with them. I want to know when they have a baby or when they're pregnant or their dog dies or something happens. I want to be there and just, you know, let them know that I care because I do. And that's an important part to me of being in real estate is, is that I am with all the people that are around me and I really enjoy them all. Yeah, I think I think you make a really good point. I think sometimes we get focused on, you know, the, the content piece of social media, which is obviously important. And you're doing a great job with the video and, and a lot of the stuff that you're posting on Facebook or Instagram. But but to your point, it's not just about posting. It's about what other people are posting and not just other people, like the people you really want to stay in touch with. So the fact you're being really intentional and you're staying in touch with people. And and like you said, to your point, you know, people post uh, things about their, their, their family, that their, you know, their cats or dogs, uh, right. tends, it tends to sometimes be the high highs. Like we had a baby and sometimes the low lows, right. When we're going through something um, yeah. as well. So no, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's really, that's great. Are you, you find that you're spending the most time on Facebook? Is that, you said Instagram too, but are those kind of your, yeah, I do mainly on Facebook, but like I said, I do go back and um, I check a lot of the people I care. It's harder on Facebook there's always that discussion. Should you friend all the realtors, you know, and all the realtor <laughs> requests, you know, and being with a group like Tom Ferry, I know a lot of people and are a lot of people know me through so-and-so. Oh, I saw her, you know, in this group or that, you know, training or whatever it happens to be. 
So you get a lot of requests and I just decided over the years um, to start limiting it. Now I realize that I have almost 5,000. You're probably way over that. Uh, well, they can't be at five, but almost 5,000. And I realize probably 90% of it are realtors from across the country, um, somewhere mm-hmm. or the world, you know, there are other agents. So I'm starting to relook at that and um, think about the value that I'm bringing them and the value that they're bringing me. But right now, um, I, at the beginning of this year, had a, a friend in my office who um, committed suicide. Um, she very depressed after everything going on with COVID. And um, so I posted on the back of my, for my background on Facebook, a great little Winnie the Pooh, you know, Christopher Robin item, basically saying how important you are. That one post, my background has been shared over 600 times. Wow. Yeah. And all these people sharing it saying, as you guys know, I love you too. And so Mm -hmm. I I was kind of surprised because I'm like, who keeps sharing things? And I think a lot of it was other realtors, but um, it's, it was just so poignant. And the comments that I got that I realized you do make a difference no matter what you do or what you say, as long as you're being, as we said, authentic. So it's just, it's real important. And I didn't say, you know, my friend died. I just took this and it meant something to me. And I just wanted to kind of broadcast it because right now with COVID, we have so many agents that are single that are at home and can't talk to anybody, can't see anybody. And that's not good. That's really not good. So I've been making a conscious effort to watch people on Facebook, to, you know, reach out to people that I know, um, just because the fact that soon, hopefully we'll all have shots and we'll be able to go out and have classes and wine together. Can't wait to see that. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We get to hug. (laughs) I I know, I miss that. That's a real toy, huggers. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm a hugger. I miss the hugs and the selfies (laughs) and the grabbing a glass of wine. And, uh, you know, you, 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 I mean, you really bring up some, some good points and I know you've had a, a tough year, uh, mm-hmm. probably an under, understatement, and and so many others have had have had a tough year. And um, I would love for you to just kind of touch on your th- your thoughts around overcoming obstacles, because I've I've always admired that about you. You're you're such a positive person, and I know if I'm ever feeling down, I could always go to your your page or just you know look at look to see what you're doing. Like you said with your with your you know what you posted the, the Winnie the Pooh thing. Like I always find that you're you're just such a positive person, and so I just would love. You know, if you kind of talk a little bit about that, how you think about overcoming obstacles and uh, maybe you could share some advice for people who might be struggling a little bit right now. Yeah, last year was a hard year between breaking my back and double surgeries and thinking, okay, we're just going to be, you know, another two to three weeks because we had a surgery January 31st and about second week of, well, first week of um, March, my husband and I were like, oh, pretty soon we're going to be able to maybe drive and we'll be able to go do things because he broke his back too. Uh, don't jump off cliffs, uh, 40 foot cliff and fell and didn't do well. Um, so, but then COVID came and part of it at the beginning was like, okay, well, it's all right because nobody's going to want to see houses right now. So I don't have to drive and I don't have to do all these things. And so it was okay for the first little bit, but then it started continuing on and you couldn't see people and can't even talk to your neighbors or it, you know, so I started trying to focus differently. So I um, found out we have a couple of local charities and I, my next door neighbor has a truck and I put a truck out um, with signs saying 
a food drive on a Saturday and filled up the truck twice and went and took it to the homeless shelter. And so just always looking to focus outward because it's too easy to just sit there and go, woe is me and have another glass of wine at two o'clock in the afternoon, Uh, (laughs) which I don't do, (laughs) but I have thoughts of. I also been blessed. I have a life coach too. And she was able to help me through a lot of the things, especially when my mother died in August. So, but it's, it's, more, I, I always try to think if I just focus outward and if I find something else, it's like trying to help people that are, you know, stuck inside. Um, I Starting in, at Thanksgiving, I volunteer to take food to people with some of the local food banks because they can't get out. Um, some of them because they're quarantined, some of them because they're too old or, you know, they don't want to go out because they're elderly, you know. So um, I just always am looking at other things to do so that I feel better about where I'm at. Um, other things that are, you don't have to touch people with, but you know, um, that I feel better when I know that if I'm pr- making a difference, it, make, it makes me feel better anyway. Yeah, I, I think that makes a big difference. I, I have found the same, the same way, you know, and when you're, you know, really upset or you're going through something, if you can help someone else, there's just, there's, there's a lot of joy in that. And uh, there is. You know, there is. we had to sometimes get a little creative with with, with COVID, obviously keeping, you know, keeping safe and things like that. But uh, there's a lot of people who, who could use, who could use help, you know, uh, you mm-hmm. don't have to look far in your local community. So um, I love that. I love that you said that and that you have a life coach. I think that's important. I think it's important to have somebody else besides, you know, your spouse or, you know, it, I've always heard it's, it's important to have someone besides your spouse or partner, because, you know, it's like that person has a vested interest <laughs> in you. It's good to have someone outside of that, you know, who can give you some perspective. So I think that's Yeah, because you don't want to wear down your spouse. I mean, I've been married 34 years and um, that's he's awesome. fabulous. He's one of the most wonderful people ever in the world. And he would run through fire for me and be happy to listen to all my woes every day. But <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of a bummer for him all the time. I mean, it's bad enough that I right now I'm saying I lost another contract. I mean, bid a hundred thousand over. I can't, you know. So, but he yeah. can handle that. So, yeah, I have had a life coach for I guess about a year and a half, and it's really great because she helps me really set my goals, stay on my goals, talk about different things that I do, get a lot of my overall business part situated, so that I can really set like right now my big thing is is I have this room behind me and I'm going to have it finally finished um, so that I have a permanent video place and with her help we've been talking about that already setting up the videos for the website and all the different things that we've been doing but then you also have the flip side of okay so what's going on why are you you know not as happy today as you usually are (laughs) so it's great to have a like you said somebody else to bounce it off with that there's yeah. no judgments and you don't have to worry. They don't have to worry. They're saying the wrong thing. Um, Cause you know, you're sometimes your spouse just wants to help too much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this is awesome. I, I have loved, ch- I have loved chatting with you today, Robin. This has been, this has been so great. And well, for all you. of uh 
all of the uh, folks who are listening, we are going to stay on with Robin and, and we've been, we have a couple bonus questions that we put over on our podcast. So if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and the bell button because we have new episodes that come out each and every week. Um, and then head on over to our podcast because I'm going to stay on here with Robin and ask her a few more questions that are only for the podcast listeners today. Um, for folks who are listening to you, Robin, uh, you know, I know you've shared some great, great advice here today. What are, um, what are some of the ways people can get in contact with you if they want to reach out to you or go to your website or, or connect with you or send business your way? Oh, um, business. Come on, bring it on. No. <laughs> um, easy. My name, Robin Burdett. Why? And no, it's so funny. A lot of people go, oh, Burdett, B-U-R-D-E-T-T-E. I go, do I look Italian? Burdetti? No. So Burdett, best way to remember. Um, at remax.net and um, on Facebook. Please feel free to reach out um, on Instagram too. Uh, feel free to reach out on either one of those. I just finished up Katie's 30-day um, social media and worked on my LinkedIn. Um, so yay. Um, yay. I didn't realize how bad it was. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we got to do some things on this. <laughs> Fortunately, I had a little checklist I could do with Katie's help. <laughs> See, and that but, goes back to what you said earlier. You never stop learning. Like there's no. never like this finish line of like, I did it all. It's just, it's a, it's a progression, you know, you yep. never stop learning. So we're going to drop all those links uh, below. So if you're watching that on, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook or on our website, we'll have all those links below so you can get in touch with Robin. Um, and as you're listening to this, you know, if you're thinking, well, gosh, like I need to get a handle on a lot of my social media, we would love for you to check out our academy. You can go to katielance.com forward slash academy to check it out um, and reach out to me if you have any questions as well. So Robin, I know we're going to keep you on here for just a second, but thank you so much for uh, sharing you, with our uh, listeners today. That was great fun. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, podcast listeners, you just listened to a great interview we just did with the awesome Robin Burdett. And as usual, when we do our Get Social Smart spotlights, we have a couple uh, bonus questions for you guys today. So I've got uh, just a couple quick questions for Robin. Um, and I want to kind of bring it back to, to real estate, Robin, because we have a lot of folks who listen to this uh, who are new to real estate, or they're maybe thinking about getting into real estate. So I'm just curious if you have any advice for our newbie listeners of people who are either newly licensed or thinking about, gosh, maybe I should get into that real estate thing. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> what advice would you have for them? Well, I think that you really need to, there's so many shiny pennies, just like I mentioned before. And so one of the biggest things to me is, is you need to have a mentor or join a team or have somebody that really is there to support you. Not just a manager of an office, but really somebody that's there to help shape you. Because in my opinion, there's only one way of selling real estate and it's the right way and the ethical way, because ethics to me are like the reason why that separates us from some of the other professions out there that don't have a code of ethics. So you need somebody that's going to be there, that's going to tell you what to do, take your hand, how to fill out a contract, right? how to show property, how to sell. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot. People don't realize that some people don't know how to sell. They are very good at communicating. They're very good at bonding, but they don't have the, so is this home the right one for you? Our willingness to even ask that question. And so with that in mind, it's real important that you find somebody that's going to be there to hold your hand and not get overwhelmed. Take everything step by step. Just like I said, with your, you know, social media, the 30 day um, plan that we just did every day had a step every day had something to do. And it's, 
was not overwhelming because of it. Otherwise, it's, you know, especially being thrown into it right now, if you get into the state with no inventory, one county in my area has literally the entire county has six days of inventory. Wow. Fairfax County with 20, with 2 million, 2 million people in Fairfax County currently has 18 days of inventory. That's wow. it. So this is not an easy time to have a buyer. It's just not. Somebody told me that they wrote on a house that was listed at 1.425. They wrote all cash at 1.55 and they got beat out by 1.6. That's, oh that's, that's huge. That's right. huge. So when you're doing this, if you're just getting into real estate um, or starting to panic about what you're doing, find somebody that will work with you, that will hold your hand and really give you the guidance that you need so that you don't get burnout. Because that's one of the biggest problems. We don't, I think the average is something like after the first five years, 75% of the agents are out. Um, So I was amazed at how many people I asked one time on a, a group um, how long are people who's been here over 30 years like me? There's one woman that's been here for 46 years. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I've been dead before that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, you start what, when you're two? You know? <laughs> right. right out of the womb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's, that's great advice. You know, uh, yeah. Inter- interview around, you know, find a, find a good broker that's a good match for you. Uh, find a mentor, you, you know, just because you're licensed doesn't mean you necessarily know how to sell no. uh, to your point or work with clients. And, and there's so many different pieces of that. So um, absolutely take advantage of, of, of all the learning that's available mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the other question I had for you is I know we also have a lot of folks who they may not be new to real estate, but they are possibly new to social media or still really nervous about getting on camera or putting themselves out there. You know, there's this fear of like, I don't want to look stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to look unprofessional. And I think I, one of the things I've always loved about you is you're just like, look, I'm just going to try it out. Let's put, put it out there, you know, see, see what happens. Um, Do you have any advice for people who are just still in 2021 nervous? They're nervous about social media. They're nervous about getting on camera. Any advice you could share? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I still have, no, a lot of people are agents. Um, I have an agent that's only been licensed for a couple of years in my office and bodies, she's gorgeous and she's outgoing and everything else, but she would take everything and tape it and then edit it and then put it on. And it was like, so Bonnie, how long did that take you to do, you know, to get it all right? She goes, well, but, but I say, then did you do every one of them? You know, oh, no, I didn't because I didn't like how that one looked. I said, well, then you have to get over yourself. So <laughs> one of the biggest things is, is that you just have to, I, every time I go to do a video, first thing I do is I already think of the script, what I'm going to be saying. So I, I never use a teleprompter, but I already think, how am I going to start it in the middle and the points I want to make? So once you start, it's a lot easier. And so I always just already start thinking, okay, I'm going to be talking about, you know, what a great sunset it is right now outside. And so I say, hi, it's Ron Burdett with Remax West End, and but I, in which I learned from you. But then I turn around and I actually have already thought what I'm going to say. Today is an absolutely beautiful day that it's so crystal clear out here on the lake. And I just had to share it with you. There's a lot of people playing music and da, da, da. So I've already thought my brain before I pull up the camera. And that makes it so much easier. Everybody learns differently. And I actually learn better visually. 
But if I actually speak it through my brain, then I could do it. And um, I used to try to memorize and, you know, take notes. And um, I, one time when I first started doing some of the videos that I was actually, you know, my husband would hold up sheets so that I would remember what I was saying. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so it was you know, like a five minute long video and he would right. go, okay, she did. Okay. She needs to know this one. <laughs> what a good man. <laughs> Nobody knew, but there's Bob in the back going, yeah. <laughs> your cue cards. Oh, I love I know, it. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, I mean, there's it. all sorts of things, but just, you know, don't hesitate because the first time you do it, somebody's going to come on and you could say, celebrate, say, all right, this is the first time I'm doing, you know, a Facebook live. And so I want everybody to tell me I'm absolutely gorgeous and, and so tell them, give me a woohoo <laughs> that I'm doing a Facebook live. Because if you're not, I'm never going to do it again. I said, you'll probably have a thousand people. Like, ah! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you know, I love that. That's great advice. Just think about what you're going to say. Like, you know, I think a lot of people think, well, I want to be spontaneous. I don't want to be scripted. Well, there's a difference between being scripted versus prepared, right? right? That's you know, exactly. it's like, if Perfect. you're going to give a toast, if you're going to give a toast, yes, yeah, sometimes that's, you know, in the moment, but if it's a really important moment, like your best friend or your, you know, I don't know, some, you know, right. your sister, you're going to think a little bit about it <laughs> right before you actually get up and make that toast. So same thing with the, with getting on camera. That's great advice. Just kind of think it through in your head. I absolutely yeah. love that. Awesome. Uh, it, it makes it easier and takes the stress off. Um, plus, if you do it that way, you will know when to end. Yes. Because one of the big problems is you don't know how to say goodbye. You know, it, it's like, <laughs> okay, so I guess that's all. All right. Um, okay. How do I turn? I, what do I do to turn it off? You know? Yeah. So, no, it's okay. You made the points. All that's right. True. Well, you know what? I'm so glad I got to share this evening with you guys. And I hope to see you guys soon. Talk to you later and then go off. But at least, you know, you were prepared. I love that. You were prepared for everything. And so when you made those little points, then you could sign off. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, any any last uh, tips or advice you want to share? Anything I didn't ask you, Robin, that you want to uh, you know, that you want to share before we wrap it up here today? No, this has been so much fun, Katie. I really have enjoyed it. It's been fun, and I, you know, it's this year has brought so much more to the meeting of what a realtor does and what an agent is can do, and um, I'm so glad to have had you. Um, leading the way and showing us how to do it. It really made it easier. Your open house, virtual open house book and all the other things that you put together has made my life a lot easier because I didn't have to watch 25 different people tell me how to do it. I knew so much the expert. <laughs> so I appreciate that. And um, thank you for all you've been doing for us this year. Thank you, Robin. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone who is listening to our podcast. We sure appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thing you could do is tell a friend. So take out your phone, do a screenshot, share it out, tag me, tag Robin. We would love to connect with you. And if you really, really loved it, feel free to leave us a review. Reviews definitely help, especially if you are one of our iTunes listeners. So Thank you so much. We're going to put all of Robin's contact information below. Make sure you connect with her, reach out. Um, again, for more information about the Academy, you can go to katielance.com forward slash Academy. All right. Until next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy. Also sign up for a free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.